Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring a chapter from How to Write a Best-Selling Self-Help Book, written by Jean-Marie Stein. Learn how to get your self-help book published. This is the must-have book by the acknowledged expert for self-help, how-to business, recovery, sports, health, self-improvement, hobby, crafts, health, and New Age Writers. In this unique book, author and editor Jean-Marie Stein shows writers how to avoid the errors that keep most self-help books from finding publishers and off the bestseller list if they are published. From the author, Before starting this book, I carefully reviewed stacks of rejected self-help manuscripts from aspiring authors. I also looked at first drafts which publishers had asked me to rewrite before they were deemed suitable for publication. I kept a running list of the defects I noted. Altogether, I found 68 key mistakes most inexperienced authors seem to make. In this book, I describe each of the 68 key mistakes so that you can recognize them when you see them in your own work. Then I explain how you can avoid or correct the problem. The result should be a zero-defect manuscript and book proposal that will sail through the editorial and publishing committees to acceptance. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from How to Write a Best-Selling Self-Help Book. Part 1. Mistakes in Your Proposal your book will never become a million-copy bestseller if you can't sell it to a publisher. What follows are the most common weaknesses in book proposals that can cause publishers to reject them. Mistake number one. Failure to make it a sales document. Many novice writers are overly modest about describing their book and themselves as the author. A proposal is a sales document somewhere in style between a publisher's advertisement for a book and a prospectus for a small business. Its only purpose is to convince a publisher to contract for your book. If you fail to make your book sound exciting, with strong sales potential, it is doomed to fail even before you send it off. Beginners hesitate to overpraise their work and use the kind of bold adjectives found in book advertisements and publishers' catalogs they shy away from words like breakthrough, extraordinary, insightful, unique, illuminating, compelling. But think about this a moment. If publishers think these are hot buzzwords that will excite readers, it stands to reason that these are hot buzzwords that will excite publishers as well. Hint. If getting your book published is a priority, Begin by going online and reading publishers' descriptions of books similar to yours. Incorporate the kinds of words and phrases they use into your proposal. Mistake number two. Failure to include key elements. As a document designed to convince editors and publishers to buy your book, your proposal will fail miserably unless it includes certain vital sections. Each of these is aimed at building the case that yours is the book worth publishing and you are the person to write it. Omit one of these and you may be leaving out the keystone that would have sold your book. 
Here are the key elements to include in your proposal. 1. About this book. Overview. Comparison with competition. Important questions this book will answer. Important skills the reader will learn. 2. About marketing. Audience. Who is your audience? Is there more than one typical reader for your book? Include all. Sales. Where will this book be sold? In supermarkets, textbook stores, on Amazon? List all markets. 3. Publicity. Book reviews, author interviews. 4. About production. Estimated length, estimated time of completion, illustrative material, special features, if any. 5. About the author. Biography, Vita, other published books, publications, newspaper and magazines where author has been profiled, electronic media where author has been featured, lectures, workshops, speeches. 6. Supportive material. Articles about author. Articles by author. Announcement of classes and speaking engagements. Endorsements by other writers and publishers, other experts in the field. 7. Writing samples. Chapter outline. Include every chapter heading with subheadings. Introduction. Sample chapter. Mistake number 3. Inadequate about this book section. The section about this book is in many ways the most important part of your proposal. It is where editors and publishers start reading. You want to begin with the meat of the matter by including everything that explains why people want and need your book and what makes it unique. Show that a significant readership exists that will benefit from and therefore buy the book. Write this section correctly and you will have publishers salivating to read your sample material. The About This Book section should contain a subsection titled Overview, which gives a one or two page description of your book that covers 1. What the book is about 2. Who will want to read it 3. How readers will benefit from your book Following the overview should be a comparison and competition page, briefly covering the top 6 to 10 books that compete with yours or that address the same subject. In one paragraph for each of these books, explain their approach to the subject and the difference in your approach. What makes yours new or special? What does it offer the reader that the others don't? Finally, your About This Book section should conclude with a series of lists, no more than a page each, that provide a way for editorial and marketing people to quickly reference the book's key elements. These lists should include important questions this book will answer, important skills or benefits the reader will learn, plus any other elements you consider relevant. Mistake number four, inadequate about marketing section. Novice writers also tend to skimp on marketing information. They assume the publisher will know how to sell their book. If your book is 13 ways to rekindle your romance, this is probably true, 
but if it is specialized about golf or inspirational on recovery or bottle trains, you probably know where to sell it, i.e. in specialty catalogs or stores that a general publisher couldn't possibly be aware of. If you leave this to chance, your book could miss out on vital sales that can make the difference between success and failure. The second section of your proposal, following About This Book, should have a heading such as About Marketing and explain who will purchase your book and how to sell it. The first subsection should be titled Audience and identify potential readers. Include statistics on the size of the audience if you can. Hint, most books have more than one potential audience. For instance, a book on basic golfing techniques might be aimed at novice golfers, but it might also benefit seasoned players who want to brush up their game. It might also be of interest to golfing instructors looking for an easy way to teach beginners. That's three potential readerships, not just one. Or say your book is about recovering from childhood abuse. It might appeal to, one, those abused as children, two, professionals treating them, three, family and loved ones seeking to understand them. The description of audience should be followed by a section on sales, which lists your ideas for how your book can be sold and marketed. General bookstores may seem like a no-brainer, but some books are so specialized they won't interest the general public and can only be sold in specialty stores like pet shops, health food stores, and sporting goods emporiums. So if your book does not appeal to the general public, Head your list with general bookstores, and if there are specialty stores in the field that might also carry it, list them next. For instance, health food stores. What about catalogs? Are there any specialty mail-order catalogs that might be a good fit for your book? If so, list them. For instance, the Complete Golfer's Catalog and Jane Doe's Golfing Catalog. Are there any organizations that might want to sell it to their members? If your book is on recovery, say, then perhaps recovery groups would be a good market. Is there a strong mail-order market? Many publishers have mail-order divisions to help maximize sales of their books. Mail-order works best when the publisher has a large list of names and addresses of people interested in the subject of your book. If you were writing about skiing, for example, you could go to skiing organizations and publications and ask if they would sell you or your publisher their lists of members and subscribers. If mail order is a strong marketing venue for your book, put in a heading for that and list places where the appropriate lists can be obtained. What about coupon advertising and specialty publications? If you are writing, say, about how to build model trains, you probably know of magazines for model train enthusiasts whose readers might well order your book if they saw an ad with a coupon to fill out and mail. In that case, add coupon advertising to the list, citing the publications in which coupon ads should be placed. What about college courses? A book on how to grow your business might be the perfect text for classes and seminars in operating an entrepreneurial startup. If there might be any academic use for your book, add course adoptions to your marketing list 
and cite the kinds of classes likely to be a good fit. Don't forget libraries. When it comes to convincing a publisher your book will sell, leave nothing to their imagination. If you think libraries will want your book, add them to your list, explaining why their patrons need it. Mistake number five, inadequate about publicity section. Publicity, not advertising, is what sells books. Reviews and author interviews inspire readers to seek out a specific book. Here again, the author frequently knows local or specialty media of which the publisher is unaware and that will review his or her book. Failure to include these tells publishers there aren't enough venues to generate the publicity needed to produce sales, resulting in their rejection. This section should cover any potential sources of free publicity divided into two parts, book reviews and author interviews. Under book reviews, include every publication that might be interested in your book. If your topic is only of interest to a small but devoted audience, such as model airplane building, it isn't likely that the New York Times or Newsweek will review your book. On the other hand, if you are writing about recovery from alcoholism, self-esteem, business, rekindling romantic intimacy, or athletics, there is a good chance that national publications will publish a review. If so, list them and explain why you think your book will appeal to their editors and readers. If specialty magazines on topics such as fitness, recovery, athleticism, or women's publications are the subject of your book, list each one's title, again explaining why your book will appeal to their editors and readers. An author interviews list should be further divided into three parts, one part for print media, one for electronic media, and one for internet-based online media. Under print media, jot down every publication that might interview you and write an article on your book, along with the reasons why. Include 1. National publications, 2. Regional publications, 3. Specialty publications. Again, follow the same guidelines as those listed for book reviews. Hint, don't overlook local magazines and newspapers. They love to feature local people who have done something notable, such as you, for writing a book. If you are personally acquainted with any editors, reporters, or writers, include them in your list. Beneath the heading of electronic media, first list any national, local, or specialty television programs that have featured books like yours in the past. Then do the same for national, local, or specialty radio shows. For online media, include your own sites as well as blogs and sites that might review your book or interview you about it, plus any social networking sites you belong to such as Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Spotify, or LinkedIn. Mistake number six, inadequate about production section. Getting this section wrong won't necessarily cause your book to be rejected, but it will lead to confusion and cost overruns for the publisher in the long run, and you won't be too popular with your publisher after that. 
This section focuses on anything that affects the production of your book and should include estimated length, how long it will take you to write it, and whether there will be illustrative or other special materials. Under the heading Estimated Length, type the approximate number of manuscript pages or words you believe your book will be. Publishers need these figures in order to estimate how much to charge for your book. Longer books obviously cost more to produce and so must sell for a higher price and vice versa. Publishers also need to know the estimated time of completion for your manuscript, also known as the delivery date. Will it take six months, a year, 18 months to write? This helps them work out their publication schedule. Illustrative material, or the use of photographs, charts, and line illustrations, like cartoons, adds to the cost of production. Again, the publisher needs to know if your book will include these in order to estimate publication costs and bookstore price. Finally, special features is where to list any other elements you plan to include that might affect production and therefore cost, tables, chronologies, and so forth. For example, you might want to include 10 blank horoscope charts in a book on do-it-yourself astrology. Mistake number seven, inadequate about the author section. Don't be shy. That is fatal for your book. Your about the author is where you sell the publisher on the vital fact that you are highly qualified to write your book. Hold back here due to modesty or the fear of being perceived as bragging, and you'll probably blow your chances of having your book accepted for publication. Tooting your own horn and informing the publisher of your accomplishments and background are the order of the day. The fourth section of your proposal is all about you. Without offending anyone, I like to say that, metaphorically speaking, your job here is to make yourself sound like the literary equivalent of the second coming of Christ. When applicable to your own life, your About the Author section should feature a 250 to 500 word biography that focuses entirely on the aspects of your life that have contributed to your qualifications for writing your book, your domestic arrangements, Hobbies, pets, and activities unrelated to the book can be omitted. You will be asked for them later if your book is selected for publication. Your educational and professional experience, a.k.a. your Vita. If you have written any other books, list them under that heading. If you have written articles for professional publications, local or specialty magazines, or even the New York Times, list them all. Each entry helps build the case that you know your beans about writing. Next, if you have ever been interviewed by any print publication of any kind, list it under newspaper and magazines where author has been profiled. This notifies publishers that you are an experienced interviewee. It gives them confidence that you can handle publicity appearances and that there is already a potential audience for your book in the form of the people who have read those interviews. Jot down any electronic media where author has been featured. If you have ever done a local, specialty, or national television or radio interview, publishers will eat you up with a spoon. 
radio and television reach far wider audiences than magazines and newspapers, and each such appearance by you means you have already generated a large potential readership. Do the same for websites and blogs where you might have been featured. If you know your subject inside and out, it is likely that at some point you will have delivered lectures, workshops, and speeches on this or other topics. List them all, who, what, where, and when. Each one adds another brick to the case for your expertise on the subject, ability to publicize your book with appearances and interviews, pre-existing audience of those who have heard you speak, lecture, or teach. Mistake number eight. Inadequate about supportive material section. You want to close out the sales portion of your proposal with a section titled About Supportive Material. The idea is to include photocopies of additional documentation supporting your expertise in celebrity, from articles about you to endorsements for your ideas or program. List each major category for which you have material and include the documents themselves when you send it to an agent or publisher. The rule here is, if you've got it, flaunt it. This is another area where holding back even modestly will only hurt your chances of selling your book to a publisher. This is show-and-tell time. The more visual aids illustrating your credentials to write your book, the better. Leave them out, and you may be leaving the clincher out of your sales pitch. Start with articles about author. Use photocopies of any publications mentioning you, from a one-sentence entry to an entire article. Follow this with articles by author. If there are a large number, include several complete articles and the first pages of half a dozen more. If they exist, include a dozen or more announcement of classes and speaking engagements you've had. These reinforce the fact that you are an articulate, experienced speaker with expertise in your area. Don't forget endorsements. If you have letters from other experts in your field that attest to the effectiveness of your ideas or testimonials from those who have tried them and discovered how well they work, include all you can. Ditto for letters from radio or television shows you have appeared on that reflect the same theme. Include a photo of yourself. The publisher will want to know how you will look on the back of the book jacket and on television. Mistake number nine. Inadequate writing sample. Don't stint on your writing sample. After all, this is what proves you have an exciting, informative book, plus the ability and know-how to write it. This section should include your outline for the book, as well as one or more sample chapters. Your chapter outline should not just list the titles of your chapter, but provide details in either a word or a short phrase of the key ideas to be covered in each chapter. Most experienced authors usually include the preface to their book and one to three sample chapters, depending on their length. Aim for a total of around 50 pages or slightly more of material. We hope you enjoyed listening to this sample chapter from How to Write a Best-Selling Self-Help Book. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.